Hey there everybody, Nicole here, and welcome to the Sunflower Days & Co. podcast. Uh, we are on Season 8, Episode 16. The time has flown. I break up the um, seasons, like, halfway through, like, the year. And I think the first show we had, like, th- I think we had three seasons, I'm not sure. But, um, I apologize, I'm sorry, I'm, like, a little sleepy and a little bit, like, eh. But I'm gonna hop on the bandwagon and do a little bit of recording before I go to sleep. So today we're gonna talk about self-censorship, and I think a lot of our censorship, like, our individual censorship has to do with anxiety and you know, fear of rejection and whatnot. So let's talk about a few things. So self-censorship, you know, what I mean by this is like, you know, biting your tongue, being afraid to say what's on your mind, walking on eggshells to keep the peace, or pressure to make everyone happy, not to like offend anybody. And I think as as kids, especially if you are a 90s kid, you know, um, I remember, like, there was a lot of pressure to always make sure, like, the adults in my life were happy as a child, and just that, you know, doing things for other people to make them happy was important. So, I know that I, a lot of times, felt like I just had to nod and smile and agree to what other people believed and you know that came down to religious beliefs political beliefs um the way we lived you know the types of clothes I wore as a kid you know I was always feeling put into this box and I didn't feel like I fit into that box but I always felt like I couldn't say anything so Let's dive into this a little bit more. We're going to talk about, you know, the definition of what, you know, censorship is. And essentially, it's the suppression of words, images, or ideas that are offensive. This is more of like the media type of sense, so usually happens there. And, you know, you have a lot of censorship when it comes to certain things. Um, People can watch in other countries. And things like that so that's where that comes from um, contributing factors about that you know that go with censorship or gender age media exposure education political interest so when we talk about this you know when it comes down to you know self-censorship and these things you know someone may say oh because you're a boy you can't have nail polish or because you're 40 years old, you have to dress like a 40-year-old. Um, if you are somebody who, like, you know, Britney Spears, she was in a, in you know, a conservatorship. And she was told what to do because she was a, you know, basically media personality, artist, you know, star, she was this big star, and, well, what not was, she, she is and always will be this big star, 
that, um, you know, she is, you know, she's been so exposed and she was always, you know, trying to be herself, but always kind of being led in a direction, you know, that was different, you know, especially when the conservatorship stuff started happening. So there's that. Now, when it comes to like educational, this comes down to like, you know, oh, you know, you're a teacher, so you're not supposed to, you know, say certain things, you know, to your students, or you're not supposed to talk about certain things, or you're not supposed to share your opinions with them, and you're supposed to, you know, teach them the things that are in the curriculum and not things that kind of go outside of that. So there's that too. And then also like political interests. Like if you are Democrat or Republican and you feel some sort of way about something that falls underneath either one of those categories and it's basically the opposite of what that party believes, then they're like, oh, you're not the, you know, you're not Democrat, you're Republican, or you're not Republican, you're Democrat, you know, or, you know, it's, it's like you have to believe in everything that that party stands for, or you're not a part of it. There is no, you know, there's no voting outside of your party, even though if you believe that the other person who in the opposite party has, um, you know, some views that you like better. There's a big stigma around that too, apparently, to where we're self-censoring, you know, ourselves to even talk about, like, who we're voting for. Like, who did you vote for? Oh, I'm not telling you because da 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 or I keep that to myself because people are so afraid to offend other people, you know, that if you've vote for the for you know candidate a or candidate b then whoever wins the opposite you know candidates like followers and voters you know they're gonna be you know outraged and if the per whoever was elected does something wrong then it's gonna be like the not my president thing and this is why a lot of people censor themselves, or if you're like me, you don't even put your political opinion out there, you don't feel like you're educated enough to, because there's always somebody else out there who knows more than you, no matter how hard you try to educate yourself. That's my opinion, though. So, let's talk about the impact of self-censorship. There is a great strain on our mental and physical health. And there are issues that go along with that. Um, because essentially, your mental health can make your physical health worse. Okay? Very true. Believe this 100%. Because if you get so anxious and so worked up about something, and you get so anxious, you can lead yourself to get physically ill throwing up, getting nauseous, having, you know, stomach IBS problems, and vice versa, because you could have IBS, and it could make you anxious to be, you know, around people, or not know where the bathroom is, 
or to even eat somewhere because you know you're going to feel really bad after eating there. I have gone through that before. Um, it's awful. Um, so there can also be, you know, conflicts and, uh, problems. So, you know, conflicts and problem solving, um, type of areas, um, like many different settings, like workplace, um, workplace I think has been the hardest one for me because I work with somebody and I had very different views from them and it's hard to just, when you're in the workplace, just kind of put it out there that you don't believe what they believe, that you believe different things because you don't want your work life to be this big, big amount of tension or you're not going to want to go, you know, you're not going to go to work like at all. So So we're talking about, you know, self-censorship, like how do you, you know, how are you basically keeping to yourself what, you know, about everything and being afraid to, not really afraid, but like walking on eggshells and trying to keep the peace so that way, you know, things can be balanced in certain areas, you know? But there are, you know, two types of censorship and you have like public censorship and then you have like private censorship. So private is like yourself and then public is like what you see like on TV and whatnot. And there's lots of things that go into that. Um, so some, we have some quotes. I have three quotes for you guys. Um. So, censorship costs everyone, and that was, like, an anonymous thing, and I think that this one especially, because misinformation is equally as dangerous. If we're censoring so many things that we see on television, and we're not seeing the truth, and we're being misled or misinformed, that can cause a lot of problems. Uh, this one is by Potter Stewart. It says, censorship reflects a society's lack of confidence in itself. I think that can come down to an individual as well, because for me in particular, I did have a lot of lack of confidence for a very long time. And doing the podcast definitely helped has helped me come out of that little weird bubble zone. So I'm very appreciative for that. So the last one is by Laura Hulse Anderson. Censorship is the child of fear. Absolutely. Because fear feeds anxiety. Um, and that anxiety causes you to walk on eggshells and have that censorship for yourself or to be fearful of the public eye and what you might say that might get you in the trouble in the public eye, you know, those are all really big things. But if you feel like you are in any way, shape, or form having to self-censor, you know, it's time to do some, like, deeper work on yourself and see why that is. And I 
I have really tried to stop censoring so much because when I first did the podcast, I would not mention my family, would not mention friends, would not mention like certain individuals. I would mainly focus on like the topics and I wasn't being very relatable. And I think that's the other thing is when we censor ourselves, we're not really being relatable. If you can't be relatable to somebody else, then they're not going to be comfortable coming to you or talking to you about things. You know, the constant fear of offending someone or feeling offended about something, you know, it gets old after a while. And I think that in some cases, you know, self-censorship might be needed. But in other areas of life, you should not have to self-censor in a relationship. You shouldn't have to self-censor in a friendship. Because those are supposed to be safe places for you to express who you are. And with that said, I'm going to end the podcast here. But I will talk to you guys next week in our next podcast where we talk about affiliate marketing. I know last week we talked about network marketing and next week we're going to talk about affiliate marketing and how there is a difference. But I hope that you all have a wonderful day and I will talk to you in the next podcast.